Well, welcome, 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 one and all. We have a special, special episode here. I'm joined by two different humans, two better humans than, than the normal guests. One is a tanking machine addicted to trading, can never stop. The other is a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. A killer <laughs> of all. Eric and Colin, boys, how we doing? Good, we're both addicts. Doing well, thanks for having me. Oh, is, is Colin an addict? What's a Colin an addict? Well, addicts of, for the Bills. I'm an addict for draft picks. Oh, that makes sense. We're all addicts in our own ways, mm-hmm. you know? Steelers, Bills, everyone's got their team. Colin, welcome in, man. Welcome to the league and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Palm, thanks for having me. First ever appearance. Um, how did you even become a Buffalo Bills fan? Are you from Buffalo? No, I have. Uh, so when I was growing up, the Ravens were still in Cleveland. So I have an, uh, an uncle that took me up when I was four. And then the Ravens didn't come until I was like seven. So I had been going to games for like three years. And I just loyalty and uh, despair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to be I like to be heard, apparently. So a Bills and Orioles fan. Good combo. We're yeah. used to it. Lots of losses. So, so do you take most of the Baltimore teams other than other than football? I just have the Orioles. Like, I cannot stand the Caps. Like, it's funny. It's not only do I not take the teams, but they're my most hated teams. Like, I, I would, I root for the Patriots over the Ravens. Like, I cannot stand the Baltimore Ravens. Like, I cannot stand the Washington Capitals. Like. Yeah, it's just being surrounded by those fans, I guess, like makes me hate them like that much more. So that's how Colin we and I totally became agree. such good friends. We bonded over the yeah, you we bonded in mean, high school. Yeah, no wonder we like this guy so much. You know, we have the same hatred to the same people, and he's a Bills fan. You know, I don't really, I'm not threatened by the Bills. I, you know, I, I kind of like them. They, they, they feel like a similar blue collar uh, team to Pittsburgh. So I, I really never had an issue with the Bills. I've I've wanted them to win. They just have, they just have blown it. They have, yeah. They Let's have. talk about that. Let's dive into it. Yeah, I mean, I you know obviously <laughs> with the 13th, yeah. like you know, like just want to work two minutes in, balls, you know, you know, you know, uh, just you know, obviously Leslie Frazier doesn't have his job now essentially because of it. I think they're kind of like whitewashing it. Like McDermott's going to be making the defensive calls, but. Everyone's trying to say uh, Frazier said that he was just stepping away, but I really think he was kind of forced out of Buffalo. Uh, personally, I, it's, it, you know, it's all speculation, but it's just what it feels like. So, What did you do after the 13-second game? Dude, so I'm not a crier, and it was like I cried. I, like, I, I honestly, like my, my wife will tell you, like, I didn't cry on my wedding day. You know, I didn't cry when I was standing up there. I didn't, I, you know, like it takes a lot. Like, you know, grandparents have passed away. Unfortunately, I don't tear up and that kind of thing. It's just, but 13 seconds, like I'll tell you like the, for the 10 minutes. Cause that's essentially like what it took between like the 10 minutes where we scored the touchdown commercials. And then like what happened and like, it was, it went from me grabbing my wife, telling her that I was taking her to the uh, AFC Championship game, no matter what the ticket costs, to just sitting 
it actually where I'm sitting right now in the basement is where I watched the game. And I sat at the end of my sectional and just stared for like an hour off in the space. Like it was brutal. So yeah, that was a very rough day. And it was worse than Music City Miracle because I was much younger then. And now it was like, I don't know. Yeah, it just hit hard. So yeah, I cried. <laughs> we we appreciate the vulnerability on the first <laughs> first guest uh, on the podcast. You just tougher, tougher you're not you're pressure. not a crier apparently, but you're vulnerable. You know, you open your heart up, <laughs> and um, I I mean I would have cried too. I I think I texted Eric and I said, I don't think I think I would quit watching football. I think I, I would do, quit. <clears throat> we had to do a few welfare checks on Colin that yeah. day and the next. Yeah, you know they say it's what the five stages of grief and i think i went through 25 stages of grief (laughs) (laughs) especially since you're literally thinking about buying you know afc championship tickets to going um to just utter despair that was one of the most wild endings to a a football game ever uh i'm trying to think what's the steelers worst loss in your mind oh the browns well is it super bowl don't give cody any satisfaction that tebow loss was not a big deal at all. No big deal. We beat them in the AFC Championship game going to the Super Bowl uh, a few years earlier. So no problem. Um, definitely not bitter about that. Moving on. Uh, the worst one for my life would have been the uh, AFC Championship game in Pittsburgh against the Chargers when we had like fourth and one. This was back in like the early 90s. I was so little. My dad, I wasn't paying attention at all that game. My dad told me, he's like, okay, you want to watch this play? Because I was that little. And pulled me up on top of the seat, watched it, and we got stuffed. I think it was Junior Seau stuffed us. If we would have just scored that touchdown, we would have gone to the Super Bowl. It was like 94, and then we went to the Super Bowl the next year and lost that one as well. It's a common theme for this podcast, lots of losses. But, uh, yeah, that was really eerie because we were walking out of the stadium. That was three. That was three River Stadium, and it was just – no one said a word. That's but, worse than the Super Bowl loss for you. Oh, I've blocked that out. I don't that that never happened. <laughs> that never happened. But the Browns lost with Baker in Pittsburgh a few years ago. That was so bad. Colin, you might remember this. That was during COVID. I, you know, we had nothing to live for. We we're lucky that we at least had football going. Yeah. Playoffs. Ben's like last year. I'm living in the North Shore. We go down like 21 nothing in like the first minute. And I just go on a walk. It's freezing, snowing. I go on a walk outside the stadium just so I can be close to it. Just to try to give them some good juju. And uh, it was bad. I actually like walked across the bridge. And <laughs> luckily I... Uh, <laughs> still here but you know across it's good i was gonna say (laughs) walking across the bridge is you know maybe not ideal not in that situation that was the first time um rachel had come over to uh not not come over to freddy's but come over during like a intense Steelers game and so freddy's reaction just was he shut it off (laughs) so rachel's like all right what do we do now and we're like all right well this is kind of how it is if we lose. So it was a wake-up call for her very early on. We've been crap ever since. But um, let's not make this a super sad podcast, boys. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's flip turn it around. It. Let's what? flip it. 
Hmm. Well, let's literally flip it real quick then, Colin. What's your favorite victory for a Bills fan? It It's actually a random one that you guys probably like. But it's when uh, the, the Bills had just signed Lawyer Malloy and Sam Adams and we and we went in and we beat the Patriots 31 to nothing and it was like one of our three wins against Tom Brady and it was opening day and you would have thought we were going like you would have thought that was a Super Bowl and it, honestly if the season had ended and we were one and one I would have been fine like it was the greatest that was so much fun um and I think I think the other one, like to show my hatred for the Ravens, was even my other favorite win. Was even a Bills win. What was when uh, Andy Dalton torched the Ravens for like, fifty <laughs> yes. yards, and just like that's what clinched and broke the twenty-year streak. And uh, yeah, I mean Andy Dalton will forever be like I will buy his jersey at one point in my life. Like I will rock the red rocket you know I mean, the guy is a fucking legend in buffalo he never even played for us so that's awesome i have okay, so much respect for mafia. by the way how many tables have you broken in your lifetime con have you broken any zero because i'm saving it for a super bowl win and i will break a table okay that's kind of okay and and i i had you'll get one here you yeah. have to the bills have to get one when we beat Without. the Colts uh, in the uh, wild card, someone asked me to do it, and I had a few drinks in me. I thought about it, but I, I stayed true to it. So it's when we win the Super Bowl is when I'll do it. What's your uh, favorite drink of choice? Uh, for, like, game day? Uh, anytime. Game day. Uh, regular. Labatt Blue. Good old Colton. Yeah. So Canadian, eh? Yeah. Such a Bills fan. Yeah. 70% Typical, of Bill's Mafia you know? are from Ontario, I swear. I went to a game with him a few years ago up there. So much fun. Wore my uh, Steelers jersey. And I know. We have to all go up there for a Steelers-Bills game. I'd love to go it's, up, especially it's in the new stadium. It'd be epic. It'd be sweet. Yeah, or even, it would be epic. I mean, even now, just like with the classic current stadium, it's it's a cool feel. Um, but, yeah, I mean, everyone was so nice, mainly because they're all Canadians. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun Fair atmosphere. Person. What's your favorite um, Steeler win, and then we'll we'll transition to some dynasty talk here. Get to yeah, know I mean, a little bit too. Which AFC, which favorite one? AFC Championship game when we beat the Ravens going to the Super Bowl oh, yeah. against the uh, Cardinals when Troy Palmolive picked it off. Uh, Joe Flacco picked him off and then ran it back for a touchdown to seal it. In the, like a minute left, I mean it was unbelievable. Yeah, whole stadium was just you know. Here we go, Steeler. You know, and just Pittsburgh's going to the. It was a. It was an electric environment for sure. But I don't know. For me, it's got to be the Super Bowl with Santonio Holmes catching the ball in the corner there. I mean, mm-hmm. that just uh, that one, I, I we were in my buddy's house with like our entire church youth group. So it was like an epic environment having like 30 kids in a basement. And so when that, when Fitzgerald scored that touchdown, it was like dead in there. And when he scored at the end of that game, I mean, it, we just went nuts. And I, I distinctly remember. And this is where Colin, you'll you'll get you'll learn this too when one of your teams win a championship. You go to Dick Sporting Goods, our podcast sponsor for today, uh, right after, and you get the T-shirts and you get the memorabilia. And I remember just you just race other people, and everyone's going to the same spot, so you're just flying in and out. Everyone's cheering. It's it's just an epic experience. So one day, my man, you'll break uh, a table. Are there Dick Sporting Goods up up near you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, good, good. We support them. We support. Yeah. Great. All right, gents. Let's get into uh, some dynasty talk real quick. Some news has just dropped, which actually affects Colin's team. Dalvin Cook released, correct? Released, yeah. Gonzo from the Vikes, leaving him uh, a free agent. And Madison now, your backup uh, running back, takes into the initial, at least for right now, unless they sign anybody, RB1 for the Minnesota Vikings. Colin, your initial thought on uh, on that? I, I, I mean, I'm thrilled. Like, I, I look at it as Cook is going to get a RB1, you know, uh, opportunity. Uh, and then Madison, obviously, is going to get, like, you know, the promotion. So I see it as almost like a two-for-one. So pretty pretty stoked. It's like a st- stock split for you, you know? Yeah, Double whammy. Exactly. So what's the, what's the best place he goes to and what's the worst place he could go to? Well, I think oh, cookie. Place, worst place is Miami. Uh, just being a Bills fan. You think that's the worst, huh? Yeah. But, and oh. it's also, like, with most... Colin, 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 I'm sorry, buddy. This is what? what you have to lean into, man. There's nothing more important than your dynasty team, though. See, you're thinking through the, your mind as a Bills fan first. As an owner of him in dynasty football, would well, the Dolphins really be that bad? Again, they just drafted that speedster that everyone's really high on in Miami. Eric loves him. He's his favorite player of the draft. chain you know they and you know and they 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 have a crowded backfield i like when they go to like i i'm you know i don't know any teams off the top of my head uh but i'm thinking of like somewhere he would get you know still like 75 80 percent of the workload usually when you get these older players you know it's like split uh carries and things like that so that would be detrimental yeah i'm trying to think even I asked that question. I've not even thought about it yet. I think Miami is the place I've heard the most. But where else could he go? Well, they're talking about linking him up in, with his brother up in Buffalo. Uh, but we have no money. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And, Buffalo I, always gets that talk. You guys have had Hopkins talk. Now you're going to get all yeah. the big dogs want to come up and win a ring. But you guys are strapped for cash. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Who would you rather have, Colin? D-Hop or oh, yeah, Dalvin? D- like I told you earlier, I think if we get DeAndre Hopkins, like there, there's Super Bowl. certain confidence in me type deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I think it's the missing link. I don't think the, I don't think Cook Dalvin Cook, like yeah, I you know we might get another win in the regular season with him, but it doesn't really tilt the um, the bar any. So all right, well we'll see what happens. Um, it's exciting for you. Uh, that Madison thing. It's like, of course, of course that was going to happen. We should have traded for him earlier. All right, I have uh, a little segment I want to do with you boys, all right? Keep one, trade one, cut one. Okay, Colin, we're going to test your dynasty knowledge. This is inside information to your brain. This way we we know how to trade with you. We know how you value players. Eric knows how, you know, Eric knows you from probably way deeper so he, he he knows your tendencies already he can know your soul. disclose those yeah he knows it deep so let's go with that madison theme trade one keep one cut one madison rashad white james cook you got to keep one trade one cut one 
Okay. Madison, Rashad White, Cook. So I'm uh, keeping Madison. I'd trade Cook and I'd cut White. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think Cook is – I don't think he'll ever be a number one in Buffalo. But I think he'll be a serviceable, like, fantasy, you know, option. Uh, Madison, I just see – Eric, you were saying he's 24. Mm-hmm. 24, anytime he had to come in for Cook, he produced. So kind of jury still out type deal. And then, you know, Rashad White, just – I don't know. Just not as – High on my list type deal. Eric, you doing the same thing or something different? Madison may be uh, a little too old for you at 24. Yeah, I mean, he's he's about to retire. Um, I would keep Madison for sure. I agree with you there, Colin. I would cut Cook immediately. I am not high on him. I've told you this from day one, uh, Colin. I, I just <clears> – <throat> he's too small, um, except for Devon A. Chang. He's fine. He's – He'll, he'll be he'll be great. You guys should draft him really high. Um, but yeah, Cook, same thing. Like I'm not a fan. Rashad White, I'm not a fan of either. Um, but he's going to get a lot of work this year. I'm worried about him longer term. I'm thinking the Bucks are going to draft a running back in the first or second or third round next year to compete with him. More of an every down back. Maybe not first next year because they're going to be so bad. They're going to be taking a swing at Marvin Harrison or. Um, Caleb Williams, the Bucks are next year. So he, he's going to get some usage this year. Um, I would fade him after this year, though. Kenny, I will say off topic, last year Eric was telling me how bad Cook was, and while he was texting me, he ran for a 30-yard touchdown for his first ever touchdown, and then there was crickets. So do you remember that? You were talking shit about Cook early in the season, and you were literally texting me when he broke off for 30 yards. Uh, do, you, do you have receipts? I don't, I don't yeah, know that. Dude, they're called highlights, and I'll find the game. Yeah, we'll pull it the cloud. Yeah, you'll find that one Cloud's game. got that stored. Dude, I keep receipts. You asked me if I keep receipts. To know me, to know that I definitely keep receipts. I'm very vindictive. Yeah, I think that's all a right, let me, one, though, but definitely Madison. Let me give you another one, all right? Chris Godwin... Ramondre Stevenson, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, Chris Godwin, Stevenson, Dobbins. Trade yeah. one, keep one, cut one. That's actually a real like I can like insta fire this one too. Where uh, I'd keep Stevenson. He's quick. I'm, I'm just very high high on Stevenson. Uh, really? Yeah, he's he is literally it in New England right now. Um, you know, I just see him. Like, yes, New England as a team might not win a lot, but he's going to get touchdowns. He's going to get carries. He's going to get, you know, he his hands are a little suspect, I guess. And it's not that they, like, from what I've watched of him, uh, he he just is like one of his, like, he's, it, 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 his most inconsistent uh, part of his game is his receiving. But uh, I'm very high on him. Uh, I would uh, trade Dobbins. I would cut. Godwin because Godwin is his knee is gone he's yeah he's done man like he's you know he he had a major knee injury and uh, he hasn't been the same since coming back from it so I just think he's too fragile he's too old he's won his Super Bowl 
you know, he's he's now like a watch out, or like look out for my body type player. You know, he's mm. not uh he doesn't have that youth, so I would cut him in a second. Eric, your thoughts? Um, well, I'm just thinking it through how <clears throat> I'm so good at drafting because I took Stevenson <laughs> at 301 a couple years ago. Really gra- glad I traded away from oh, trading traded him away while I did. Definitely traded him um, at the top of his game there. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't want anything to do with the Patriots' backfield. Um, I also don't want That's... any wide receiver on the Bucks right now. I Dobbins is coming off that injury. That is such a good one, Kenny. But if I had to do it, I, I agree. I would do Stevenson, um, Godwin, and then Dobbins third. I think Godwin like will Dobbins. get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I okay. I think Godwin's going to get a lot of um, volume this year with whatever bad quarterback they're going to have. I think Mike Evans is the wide receiver that's actually going to be hurt the most by losing Tom Brady down there in Tampa Bay. I'm not high on Godwin. I think they're all three not that great. Um, again, they're they're just too old. Give me Godwin. Things change in the NFL. I see his stock moving. Trade, trade in Stevenson. I'm with Eric. I don't trust that backfield. I don't trust him past this year, even though I think he's going to be great this year. And then I'm cutting Dobbins. I just don't. I hate the Ravens. I already traded Dobbins away. Screw him. All right, last one real quick. All right, because we'll rattle off and then we'll get to know Colin a little bit more. Devontae Smith, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Ooh, that's like that. See, I got. Give me one second to think. Eric, why don't yeah. you first? Because I got Devonta yeah. Smith, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Both are on the Falcons. I get that, but I thought it was an interesting little dilemma. Um, All young guys for Eric. I mean, I had to make sure we got some young blood so Eric could actually participate. Devonta Smith, like twenty-four. Keep, keep one. Twenty-four is too old. Um, is he? I mean. Yeah, he's 24. Drake London's 21. I know everyone's age. Do you know um, every... I'm getting down to know serious? months. Can we, yeah, most can we quiz birthdays. you on the ages? I barely know your guys' birthdays. When you um, see random individuals, uh, are you like the carnival person that could... Uh, you know those people at the carnivals or whatever? You, you uh, guess your age, you know? <laughs> you'd be like perfect daddy. You'd be like 32, 57, 48. I'm rain, yeah, I'm rain man for young NFL players. and uh, That's your dream. Freshman, freshman in uh, college. Um, starting to scout middle schoolers. Uh, not, not creepy at all. Um, okay. So start with Chase's draft class. Twenty thirty seven. Eric's trading Chase. Eric's trading Chase. Oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> He's he just turned three. He's a little too old. Um. Okay. So, so. I'm worried about Drake and Pitts, to be honest. I I think that was really strategic how you just did that, Kenny, because they're both in the same offense. I I mean, I immediately want to fade both of them because Desmond Ritter is the worst quarterback. Um, yeah, but it's a dynasty, though. You know, you got to think long. Exactly, time. exactly. And so I actually think that's good because if they're on my team, my team will continue to suck this year. Hence, a better draft pick next year. So I'm going to fade Devonta Smith. And I know a lot of people just uh, like Zach rolled their eyes. Again, he's too old. Um, he's wide receiver two, so his ceiling's capped. Um, I would go Drake London as wide receiver one. And 
Um, just hope that his ceiling, like they get a really good QB next year, whether it's the guy from UNC or Caleb, that's possible. Um, and in reality, I would do Drake number one, uh, Devonta Smith number two, and then I would cut Pitts. I think I'm worried about Pitts, even though he's still only 22. Think about this. Did you think been in the or cut Pitts? I would cut Pitts. Yeah, I would. So the face yeah. that Colin just made. I know. Legendary. He very uh, interesting. He, uh, I mean, he's twenty. The beauty that of is Dynasty is the market value is all. It's just perceived value. You know. I think he's going down a little. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing too, I'm going back and forth in my mind now. I'm battling inside my head. Tight ends take a while to develop, and he's still they only do. twenty-two. So I honestly love all three of these guys. I don't know. I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, you got to. You got to cut one. I can see why, as of right now, Pitts would be the easiest when you have to choose the three. Colin, you obviously think differently. Yeah. You're not just, cutting Pitts. I'm not cutting so Pitts. Tell us. I'm probably keeping Pitts. Uh, there's just so much upside uh, with him. And, you know, to be honest, like a lot of the pundits, like when you listen to them talk about Pitts, they just talk about him just being kind of like this, like art off the charts, tight end type deal. So it's one of those things where I just kind of understand I'm not the smartest person in the room type deal. And I kind of go with, you know, uh, so, like I, I know Tony Gonzalez is high on him. I know Shan Sharp is high on him. So, you know, it's kind of like high, high risk or, you know, I, I don't know, high risk, high reward in the sense that, even though like the smarter picks are probably London and, and Smith, I, if I had the option, I'd probably keep Pitts just because I just see him being this, like, you know, we revisit this conversation in two years and I think we're talking about it differently. It's ideal. Um, I, I would probably uh, keep London as well. I mean, this is, I, I feel like I'm so incorrect, but I'm just going to go with my gut is keep Pitts uh, trade London and then cut Smith. And it's more because I think, um, like he, he's not like when, when you, when you watch the Eagles, he's not hurts like even like third option. You know what I mean? Like he's so down the, you know, like hurt hurts did a great job. And like, obviously it's AJ Brown and it's Goddard. And then it's kind of a toss up if it's even Devontae Smith after Goddard. You know what I mean? So I just see like London and 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 Pitt being the Yes. Feed me. Pitt. Feed me the Goddard talk, Colin. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. Feed it to me. <laughs> yeah. Feed it to me. It's fair, Colin. Yeah, it's gone. I mean, more. There's, more. there's a lot of mouths to feed in Philly. But yeah. there's a lot in, in Atlanta. Yeah, now they, too. they all they just don't well. have a QB. I think y'all are crazy. I would keep Devontae uh I would keep I would keep Smith. Would you? Immediately, 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 I would keep him. Uh, I think the guy. I think the boy's electric. I think he's t- very, very talented wide receiver. Um, I think he's. I think he's going to keep keep growing, keep developing. Uh, so I, I'd be high on Smith. Zach, if you want to train to me, I have three first round picks next year. Let's talk. I would like a young wide receiver on my team. The London and Pitts thing is interesting to me. I would. I would probably trade I mean I don't, who has more value right now London or Pitts probably, probably. London but yeah. I, but 
You think you think Pitts has more value I think than Pitts London? Probably has more value on the open market just because he's an elite tight end and yeah, like so it's hard pick. to find the top three, top four tight ends. Yeah, it is really hard. I just I think Collins right. I think Pitts is someone. Maybe even next year or the year after, we're talking about him differently. If he actually gets a real quarterback, I mean, he broke the first year. He broke the record for most yards by tight end, didn't he? Something like that. Almost. Where he. He was like a yeah, few he yards almost away broke that. Yeah, and it's like, but his his expectation was he was supposed. You know, I think it's a expectation thing. We expected him to be unbelievable, and it's like we're let down. But really, it's like he's fine. You know, he's he's developing, and like you guys said, tight ends take a little bit while. He's not had a quarterback. I mean, freaking Marcus Desmond Perry Ritter, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Mariota was throwing the ball. I have a better arm. And last week we were with Jeremy and Eric and Saber, uh, little bachelor party weekend. I mean, I threw ducks, but I think I still have a better arm than Mariota. So you take that as it is. So whatever. All right, Colin, we brought you on for one reason here. We're already like 28 minutes in. So last half of the time, like, let's freaking get to know you. Who the hell are you? Give us a synopsis. If you're a listener in the league, we have no idea who you are. You spell your name in the most unique way I've ever seen it spelled. Jeremy will never, never be able to get it right. He will always misspell it. Um, who are you? Which I know is a broad question, but give us a little bit of a... And then I'm going to let Eric really just ask you all the questions to pull out yeah. all the good stuff. Yeah, I'm just this like confused sports fan that's grew up in Baltimore, follow a team that's, you know, five and a half hours, six hours north of me that I have no ties to other than the fact that I've gone to their football stadium like once a year for the past, you know, 28 years. So uh, go up once a year, spend zero time. Probably could tell you, like, other people that have been to Buffalo probably know more about the city itself than I do. <laughs> I can tell you where the football stadium is and some of the fun bars, you know. That's it. That's it. And I love it. Other than that, yeah, I mean, uh, have this horribly spelled name that no one can pronounce. So I answered a Colin and Kayleen, you know. So is that a, Is it Scottish? It's Gaelic, yeah, Scottish Gaelic. That's cool. I do like how it's spelled. It's it's unique enough where I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm probably the only kid that took to like second grade to learn his own name. You know, <laughs> so you struggle with the two in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. All right, that gives the rest of us hope. Um, you're married, right? Married. Yep. Uh, Tell us about your wife. Yeah, she's a special needs art teacher. She's a saint. Uh, much really human than I am. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's been doing it for six years, and um, yeah, she's a wonderful human being. I hope you all meet her at some point. That's sweet. What's her name? Uh, Kara. Nice. Yeah. Shout out special needs. <laughs> Lifespan. I work for a company, nonprofit Lifespan. We work with individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So right up my alley as well. Yeah. Um, so you're married. No, no kiddos, correct? No kiddos. Yeah. So we, uh, two dogs, two cats running a farm out of a. Okay. Yeah. Out of. Are you a dog guy or a cat guy? Which, who, Definitely you know, dog. do you both like them or what's your, what's that kind of dynamic? I'm a dog guy that was uh, loves his wife and said okay to the cats. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
So smart, smart man. Yeah, man. So yeah, live here on the right off the Chesapeake Bay. I live. I can, when I walk outside, I see the uh, Tapsco River. So okay. big in the boating and all that good stuff, and you know the kayaking, all the recreational water sports and things like that. So love to see it. You are a work related. What do you do for work? Oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I asked it in a dumb way. Real estate. Yeah, residential real estate. I run a team. I have nine agents on my team. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. So Doing big things. Doing big things. Well, taking, taking my little market share out of Baltimore, the city I hate. <laughs> the teams I- Selling their sh- crappy infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Selling their, their residential. And making money off those dirty... Baltimoreans. Exactly. What what do they call themselves? Baltimoreans. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shots fired. Pew Shots pew. Fired. Um, tell us about your hobbies. Yeah. Uh mostly I mean, I guess I'm just more of a I'm just all around sports. Like if there's ever like a sporting event to go to, uh like, you know, I go to a lot of Bills games, I go to a lot of Sabres games, Orioles games, uh big Arsenal fan. Big Arsenal. My sister lives over in London, so I take a lot of trips over there, and I go to uh, the Emirates. Um, and then did they I, blow it this year? They yeah. Do you, so you get the trend right with my sports team? Oh, okay. Sabers, Orioles, Bills. So, so Colin is a mush. Is yeah. What, what we're learning. Yeah, like you know, if I I will I swear if if you guys speak too poorly about the Bills, I'll switch to the Steelers, and you'll never win again. So, oh, uh, yeah, big threat. <laughs> we don't want it. We don't want it. We don't need that. Yeah, so I don't know. Fun. Maybe our culture is just so strong. We bring you in, and then you get to experience. I'll be, you know, I see lights. Let's go. Yins and around Pittsburgh. I'm telling you. Come on, preach. <laughs> so, but yeah, other than that, man, it's like it's mostly just work-related things, and you know, I like to. Like I said, I I I'm big into like boating and that sort of stuff. So, go out in the I like it. summers and things like that. Big travel. You like fishing on the boat, or are you just like uh, fishing is one of those day things. drinking and chilling on a boat. I mean, yeah. who, both are great. But. Yeah, I I would say like fishing is one of the like I'd be for if there's anyone in this group that is like an avid fisherman. Like, I don't do it, but like it's something that I'm trying to pick up now. So. Nice. Yeah. So, what are you catching the bay out there? Uh, like there's crabs out right now. Is trophy nice, nice. trophy rockfish season? So, um, yeah, actually, rockfish is like really good eating. So, um, but yeah, they're in season right now. And then you a lot of stripers, a lot of bass. Or no, not not bass. Sorry, stripers, rockfish, uh, skates. Uh, you catch a lot of so, and obviously the Maryland blue crab, what we mm. base our whole state around. Eric's favorite. Eric's favorite. Craft Eric's and football. That's what Maryland does. That's, that's what Maryland does. Stra- daiquiris. Daiquiri <laughs> breaks. Um, Eric, what do you know about Colin that the league should know? Fun fact, he is going to the Bills-Jags game this fall in London. Pretty nice. jealous. Makes sense. Sister lives out there. Yep, and I don't know what else. He is. I mean, look, he's he's a homer. If you trade him, if you send offers with the Bills players, 
you will consider it. So okay. don't take advantage so of So Shakira boy. is on his mind. <laughs> Gabe Davis sucks. <laughs> Khalil yeah, we were actually talking time. about that earlier today. Right? We don't Davis. need Davis. Khalil. I think it's Khalil, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Dude, to the moon. He played really well at the end of the year. Yeah. That stock is rising, baby. Hot, hot, hot. It will go down when we sign Hopkins. Colin, That's not worried about of, me. You uh, said you got no money, so I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We'll talk. We'll talk, Colin. Come on. What do you think of Dalton Kincaid? You excited? It's probably. Be I cool. am pumped for Dalton Kincaid. I'm so pumped. What would you pay for Dalton Kincaid? Oh man. Yeah, I mean kitchen sink. I yeah, I mean I, I'd probably ship off both Green Bay running backs. And try Ooh. yeah. Look at that. So Eric, you know you have the seventh round pick? No, Dasher does. Where'd you trade that again? Seventh? Who's, oh, that's a reach. No, seventh overall. That's a reach. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't I have don't that know, pick, I, that, I do mean, you? You mean two seven, right? Yeah, two seven. I, I've got. I don't know, man. I, I'd have to. I have a spreadsheet full of all my picks. I can't remember them all. Um, I was going to take very, very much thinking about it at one hundred four. I was very much likely going to take Dalton Kincaid over anybody else before I trade that pick away. I feel like he is going. You know, he Ooh, could easily ideas, be. Ken. He could easily be the best player in this draft outside of Bijan. I think when we look the back only thing on it, we're going keep... to... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, he has, he has so much potential. The only thing that's keeping me away is, and I'm not joking here, but there's a theme. He's 24 by the time the season starts. Again, he turns... Yeah, but come on. Uh, his birthday's in, like, July or August. <laughs> so when the season starts, he's going to be 24 years old. He's, <laughs> he's an old rookie. Birthday? What's his birthday? You have to. No, you... Uh, I mean, August 7th. You <laughs> don't know his birthday. What's his... I'm going to look up his birthday. I, I, I pulled that out, but if it is August 7th, I'd <laughs> say all-time moment for August 7th, that's uh, my wedding anniversary. His birthday is uh, October 18th, 1999. So, October, see... Are you sure? October 19th. Are you sure? He's a 90s baby. Too old. You, you only take the 2000 and above, which makes sense. Hmm... October. Yeah. Well, what's uh, Eric, what's Collins? Give us some insight in how Colin operates in your other dynasty league. Cause that's kind of how this, how this began, right? We had some openings. He, Eric's oh, like, listen, you have listen, to watch out. I got, yes, I, I got a guy. I'm going to bring him in. Obviously I know Colin from a story we, we cannot talk about ever on this podcast. Cause my mom listens. Um, <laughs> and from that moment on, I think we were just friends, you know? It's been great. It's been great kind of to uh, see Colin over the years, hear his name kind of thrown out there, and now he's a part of the league, so I'm pretty pumped about it. But going back to the initial question, what does the league need to know about Colin? Is he a shark? He, Watch ha- out. Has he Look, won? All of, his, all of his bad luck in real-life sports, like it's okay because he has really good luck when it comes to dynasty football. He came in first year and won it in the other league that we're in, um, taking over team. So kind of a similar situation to this. Okay. Um, it was either his first or his second two, year. Year two. Well, year two, yeah. And the team wasn't that great. I mean, he had the depth on his team was really shallow. And he went up against a guy who had, I'm not kidding you, Hopkins, Adams, Cup, like unbelievable 
lineup somehow Colin mushed his way all the way to the final <laughs> and won. Yeah. So I'm worried. I mean, well, here, here, not that I'm trying here's to win. All the, here's a funny little about that league is I drafted Baker Mayfield in the first round of that league. <laughs> I should still, I should be in the gutter. For is it a super flex league? No, no. Okay. You, you <laughs> just, you just took Baker. For, uh, all right. All right. It was my, it was my High first on Baker. dynasty. It was my first dynasty. And I just like, yeah. I mean, like it was the year after like Baker came out looking like he might be something like, and, uh, I was at that like weird position in drafts where you kind of like panicked as like you were watching that one player and he gets snapped mm. like a pick or two before. And uh, I just like panicked and I was like going up and down the list and the, like the time was, you know, counting down. And also I was like, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to put it on Baker. And luckily I think I took Allen in like the seventh or eighth round that year. And uh, my seventh round, eighth round pick has been the reason I've, won it the last two years so that and digs you, you're back to back back to back well last year was kind of weird because like Ooh. hamlin went down we got two back-to-back guys in this league now okay yeah. okay so but yeah anyways so yeah i mean but like eric's saying is uh i've had a bit of luck because that that other team is super thin and i just have never had like the injury bug has not hit that team. I mean, I get to roll out those guys every week. Surprisingly, mm. I don't know how I've lucked out that way, but it just has. I love it. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. We're pumped. To, we're pumped. You're a part of it. I expect a championship in two point five years. No, we don't need two. I expect it either by year three. All right, I have one question for you guys before we sign off. Yeah. Place your shoot away. Your division. Give me the standings. Where do you think, like Steelers, Ravens, like place them? Where do you think mm. it ends up? All right, Eric. Division winner, obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right? Obvi. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think we finished. Dumb, dumb question, Colin. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> a freaking idiot. I've broken so many tables in my day. <laughs> What um, an idiot. <laughs> rule number five, you're an idiot. Uh, that's two wedding crasher <laughs> mentions in one podcast. That's how you know we're doing big things in this league. I mean, obviously, I think the initial, you got to take Bengals, right? Division winner. If we're being honest, yeah. realistic, you're taking... No, the... for, for second. Maybe they tie with us. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll give you the straight. I think... Um, Bengals are going to win the division. Okay. I really, I'm really going to say the Steelers are going to finish second. I think the the Ravens finish third, and the Brownies are still fourth. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean that's probably wishful thinking. I think it's not likely that Deshaun returns to form, but I could see it happening, and maybe maybe they switch between third. I don't know. I just. I like what the Steelers are doing. Um, maybe I'm overzealous because I'm on a podcast and I can't put them lower than second because I'll get roasted. But that's where my heart lies. Gotcha. For some reason, Tomlin always wins. And until he doesn't, as much as I dislike his decisions sometimes, I mean, 
hasn't hasn't had a losing season in 16 years. So let's ride with him. Let's see if Kenny Pickett makes a big jump. Guy's got a clutch gene. I mean, he's like the Derek Jeter of football. So sky's the limit here in Pittsburgh. I, New I, offensive line. <laughs> I can say I'm pretty fearful of as much as I hate them. I'm I'm I think the Ravens are the wild card this year. And I'm kind of worried they're a little stacked up this year, so we'll see, right? We'll see. Eric, do you uh do you do you agree or disagree with my thoughts? How would you rank the last four real quick and then we'll we'll jump out of here. We're already at 44 minutes. Uh I mean the Cleveland Browns going to finish last and Eric Brown's going to finish last. Ring me Caleb Williams. <laughs> Love to see it. That's all I need to say. That's it. Well, okay. We haven't even talked about the the mock draft, man. Well, so, that's uh, it's like it's like you're a podcaster. It's like you're a podcaster because next episode I will bring you back on because you have fifty percent of the picks, and we will do a mock draft episode as we always do here at the League Podcast. We will go through every single pick in the first and second rounds. Leading up to the draft, our draft is what, 17, 16 days away, boys? It's going to be in the Berg. We're going to be celebrating Jeremy's wedding. And then right after the draft of the century, we're going to be freaking, I mean, this league is doing huge things. We're going to be redrafting our divisions. We're going to be 15 days, 18 hours, 19 minutes, and five seconds. So, Colin. Three seconds. Welcome to the greatest league of all time. The sky's the limit. I'm taking us to the next level. Thanks for being here. It's been great to know you. From vulnerability to the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> to boating, to crab cakes, to daiquiris. Cue the music. Let's get out of here, boys. We will see you in a few weeks. See you, fellas. <laughs>